0: Hello, this is J.P. Salibi, a functional medicine physician in South Carolina for the FLCCC on my program, Full Body Health, with me, Dr. Salibi, and today we'll be talking about vasculitis. So vasculitis, some common types, and there are some very uncommon types of vasculitis, and some with some very bizarre name like Behcet's and burgers and things like giant cell arteritis and Kawasaki's disease. So we're going to cover some of these. My presentation has some slides that tend to be a little text heavy. So we'll try to put these slides up for a period of time that will allow you to read some of the information on them. Again, this disclaimer that this is not intended for medical advice, so if you believe you have one of these conditions or know you have one, please consult your primary care doctor or specialist for proper diagnosis and treatment. So the learning objectives for this talk is what is vasculitis? That's a pretty broad term. We'll define it. What are some of the common and uncommon types and what does mainstream medicine have to offer as far as treatment, and what are some alternative treatments that we can provide our patients? So the definition of a vasculitis is an autoimmune disorder heralded by blood vessel involvement. So blood vessels, both large and small, arteries, veins, and capillaries can all be involved. The disease is usually classified by the size of the blood vessel involved and or the end organ that is affected. There are several triggers in different regions of the body that can be affected. In general, inflammation develops in the blood vessel walls, which cause swelling, narrowing of the lumen, and weakness of the structural wall. Let's talk about pathophysiology for a second. Inflammation is sparked by some type of trigger, whether it is an underlying infection, like a virus or a microbe, like bacteria or another environmental aggregate. The tissue of the blood vessels inner lining or endothelium becomes inflamed when immune cells become hyperactive and attack native normal tissue. This attack is perceived as a defense maneuver or defense mechanism by our body in order to destroy foreign intruders like viruses or bacteria. But the body's immune system is sort of tricked into becoming hyperactive and attacking itself, which we call autoimmunity. When the site of attack is a blood vessel, we call this a vasculitis. There are different types of autoimmune diseases that attack different types of tissue. For example, my attacks the thyroid tissue, whereas vasculitises have to do with the blood vessels, and it's due to inflammation and an autoimmune response. Occasionally, cancers such as lymphoma and leukemia can be the root cause of triggering off this vasculitis, as are some drugs that exist. Problems occur when mental organs or systems are affected. For instance, kidneys and lungs can be affected and those tissues can be destroyed by certain vasculitises. Surgical intervention is sometimes necessary to repair the damaged vessel wall before it ruptures. Different types of vasculitis affect different types of organs, and there's variances that occur in the, side of the blood, size of the blood vessels. For example, Bichette's disease involves painful ulcers in the mouth and in the genital areas, and even in the eyes, the uvea of the eyes. specifically affects men in their 30s, mostly from Mediterranean descent. Another is Kogan's disease, which is more systemic, leads to changes in the skin and eye inflammation and even hearing loss. And of course, giant cell arteritis inflame the vessels near the temple and that can lead to involvement of the retina and blindness. And then polymyalgia rheumatica, it affects the joints and muscle, causing pain and stiffness. And there are others among certain Racial groups like the Asians, teenagers, and women are affected by KA. This next slide shows that medium-sized vessels are affected in Berger's disease and a phenomenon. Also, things known as an infectious etiology of a vasculitis is something called Kawasaki's disease or KD, and that can manifest mostly in children. It can also lead to some serious cardiac issues in those involved. And then polyarthritis nodosa can also be another type of vasculitis. Organers granulomatosis or GPA is another that can affect the lungs and the kidneys, and it can be a very serious condition. So many vasculitises cause different types uh, depending on which organs are attacked or involved. We'll talk about workup now. So making the diagnosis Typically, tests used to make the diagnosis of vasculitis are complete blood cell count or CBC to rule out anemias. And then other things like ANCA, uh, SED rates, and CRPs, which are inflammatory markers. As an inflammatory disease, inflammatory biomarkers are important tests to make the proper diagnosis of many different types of vasculitis. And then sometimes a doctor will perform a biopsy of the affected vessel or the organ to make the diagnosis. And then there are other workups to include and rule out other conditions like a chest x-ray, ultrasound, CT, MRI. These are all tools used to help rule out other disorders When one wants to incorporate a holistic approach utilizing natural treatments and lifestyle changes to build up the immune system, that's the starting point. Antioxidants that are found in dark colored, brilliantly colored um, fruits and vegetables like berries or dry leafy vegetables like spinach, kale, and also agents like vitamin A, vitamin C, and E, along with other antioxidants such as coenzyme Q10. Have all been shown to help reduce the inflammation in these vessel walls. Major class of antioxidant compounds known as flavonoids, which you find in berries, green tea, citrus fruit, demonstrate usefulness with other Chinese herbal medicines listed here in a 2012 paper published in a peer reviewed journal. The mechanisms of actions of these flavonoids is to reduce the expression of something called NF kappa B which is an upstream regulatory um, messenger, if you will, within our bodies. High doses of pharmaceutical-grade, molecularly distilled fish oil in the omega-3 fatty acids family was also shown to be helpful in a 2004 study published on that in the youths of children with vasculitis and kidney disease. Let's talk about treatments for a bit. Treatments vary according to the type and the severity of this disease. Typically in mainstream medicine, it involves medications and occasionally surgery if called for. Many of the treatments over-the-counter pain medications classified as NSAIDs, nonsteroidal steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, such as Motrin, Aleve, or aspirin. Other choices are corticosteroids, like prednisone, and some similar that may be more potent. Some physicians may even prescribe cytotoxic medications. These type of medications suppress or kill the cause of inflammation, but they come with some terrible side effects and exposure to things like cancer and infections. Some examples might be something like methotrexate. A pediatric causes of Kawasaki's disease, high doses of aspirin are used in combination with intravenous immunoglobulins, or IVIG, to repair bulging vessels, vascular surgeons, may also go in and remove or repair these things called aneurysms. There's no set guidance uh, for the prevention of vasculitis. However, keeping a healthy immune system, proper diet, and lowering your risk by avoiding environmental toxins and things that stimulate things that can cause vasculitis, like tobacco smoking, are recommended for patients. A wellness professional being observant of clients when they are ill-appearing and may present with skin manifestations of vasculitis, should be directed to do a full evaluation. Let's talk about some alternative therapies. So natural therapies are anything that's anti-inflammatory, prevention, eliminating cow's milk and cow dairy products, and substitute other calcium sources like broccoli would be effective in some people. Eating more fruits and vegetables especially those that are grown organically. Eliminating polyunsaturated vegetable oils or seeds oils. Margarine, synthetic, and vegetable shortening all are hydrogenated oils that aren't very good for you, avoiding fried foods or too many fried foods. Using extra virgin olive oil as a substitute for your main consumption of fats is a good idea. You can also take omega-3 fatty acids in the form of krill, or high-grade, pharmaceutical-grade fish oil. Taking two to three grams of molecularly distilled fish oil supplement per day is is helpful. And then anti-inflammatory herbs such as ginger and turmeric in the form of curcumin. And Dr. Andrew Weil, a very well-known natural medicine doctor, has written on his website and on his blog some other botanicals that can be used. Other things to consider are things like grapeseed extract, Uh, Source of uh, potent antioxidants and OPCs, as they're called, and research has been done on them and how they can protect the blood vessels and the elasticity of your blood vessels. Apple cider vinegar is another one, and some herbal remedies such as garlic, echinacea, and golden seal have been helpful as well. There are limits to how often and for how long you should take some of these herbals, especially things like echinacea and golden seal. Echinacea, there are several different varieties, so make sure that you're selecting the proper one. So consult someone knowledgeable in herbal medicine to do this. The other things that I'm going to list here are things like low dose naltrexone or LDN, and there's a link here to a paper published, and several papers published on the UK's LDN Research Trust website, which is a great resource and reference for anything related to low dose naltrexone. Rapamycin and amlexinox are other agents used in the treatment of vasculitises, especially when we want to avoid long-term use of high-dose prednisone or steroids. And I've listed some reference here on this last page. And then for those, this is a very small type, but there's a list of supporting references for this lecture if you're so inclined to read those studies. And this wraps up another episode of Whole Body Health with me, Dr. Salibi. the FLCCC platform. Please join me next time.